welcome to another episode of Not Sure This Matters with Matt Nolan and Miss Miranda Mast. Hi, Matt. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I think we need to talk about what just happened. Okay. All right. So a friend of ours came in to visit the office and we're having a small little morning meeting going over what needs to get done for the day, podcast and non-podcast related. Right. And you said, you look handsome today, which begs the question, <laughs> what does he look like every other day? You're saying that like the the way that I said it was somehow insulting. Well, no, I've just it's it's I, I've brought this up before on the pod. Uh huh. Where it's interesting that people can caveat or disclaim some stuff that they're gonna say. Look, no offense, Miranda. Uh huh. But your husband's a piece of shit. Whoa. <laughs> well, I mean, can't one infer? I mean, so you are you saying, hey, you look really handsome today, aren't you? Saying, you look like shit most days. But today you don't. I think it's just like most days you like look like yourself, which is totally regular and nice. Right. And so you look regular, which is bad. To like regular is bad. To like specify that someone has like for some reason that day, like the shirt they're wearing, like picked up their eye color or they just got a haircut or something is like a, it's just like a nice compliment. I agree. It's a nice compliment. And I'm not saying it's a you problem. I think it's a universal problem. The way that that's delivered. I, it's am, like, <laughs> I am sure it's a you problem. Because uh, someone said are you that saying it's a me problem. Yeah. If someone said that exact thing to me, I would smile and say, thanks. I challenge that. Moving on. I, because if I said that to my wife, I'm like, hey, you look great today. I think I'm inferring that she doesn't look great the rest of the days. I, You should ask Jenny tonight. I don't think she would take that as like in that way whatsoever. Would it help if I had a solution to the problem? Uh, go ahead. What if we made it a superlative? <laughs> you look handsomer today. Or you look greater today. Fact check. Yeah. Speaking of which, you got any? Um. So yesterday we were talking about Devin Sawa. And how he was in. You have a Devin Sawa fact check? <laughs> I have a Devin Sawa mea culpa. Matt's bad. This is great. So he was in Casper and you were asking about. In the, the biz, we call that good timing. Right. You were talking about the Winona Ryder, like. Who the villain. Winona Ryder doppelganger was. Yeah. It's, so it's, I, I can see her in my head. I I, she was in other stuff, like, um, I want to say Sisterhood of the Traveling Sister Pants or. Um, Divine now, Sisters now of the then. Yeah, Yeah Brotherhood. Now and then. She now was and in, then. Yeah. The Rosie O'Donnell movie. That was like a sad flick, right? It, it was. Uh, I liked it. It was a little sad. Okay, her name is Christina Ricci. That's the answer. Oh my goodness, Christina Ricci, good call. Right. Yeah, I think she may have had like Winona Ryder like struggles, <laughs> drugs, like getting locked up, like dark witch problems. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I, I thought about that too, <laughs> thinking about was she in the craft? Whatever happened to her later in years? I don't know. I'll look into it. There's, right. there's a natural follow-up to that. Okay. Okay, Christina Ricci, good fact check. Thanks. So I also have a Devin Sawa follow-up. Go ahead. Okay. So I didn't know who he was, and you didn't either, which was surprising because you remembered him being on the flip side of your Jonathan Taylor Thomas poster on your wall. I did not know who he was. I just, like, couldn't recall. Couldn't place him. Yeah. Couldn't place him. Okay. I started to think about – I didn't get the Teen Beat magazine, right? But clearly I had – or, of course, I had girls at that age that I thought were the cat's pajamas. Uh-huh. But I haven't talked beyond Kelly Kapowski from Saved by the Bell. I haven't really mentioned it, a couple of my uh, my top picks, leaders in the clubhouse. Sure. So I'd like to throw a couple of them out there. See if you even remember who they are. Some of them are like B-track characters. Okay. My number one being Gia from Full House. Oh. Do you remember who she was? Uh, yeah, I know who you're talking about. She, she was like she was like the the pickpocket and like smoking cigarettes and trying to get her friends into trouble. And she's Stephanie's friend? Yeah. Yeah. She was She was great. I know who Gia is. I wonder what she's up to. I'll fact check it. I'll I'll match bad it. Yeah, because I feel like these are your your. I'm just curious if if you're 
let's say you're a 10. Let's say let's not, let's say you're 10 at age 16, right? I'm not talking about you or me. I'm saying you're in popular culture. You're, you're the kid that's in the, the fold out of the, the magazine. Okay. What's the likelihood of you being a 10 20 years from then, either career or aesthetically? I don't know how you would gauge that spectrum. Uh-huh. Have you ever seen the episode of The Office where they're trying to figure out if Hillary Swank is hot? Like it's tricky to like reach your prime early on because you have nowhere to go or it like has a big impact on you or it like changes you. Yeah, a la Macaulay Culkin. Okay. Yikes. <laughs> Matt, I feel like you're being real judgmental today. Oh, sorry. I wasn't trying to be judgmental. <laughs> I, was, what I was trying to get, I, let me take, let's take a step back then. I'm just curious what happens to the people that pee. I, not even, I wasn't even thinking that peaking career-wise. Mm. I was just saying, if you're on the fold-out of people think you're super hot when you're 15. Yeah. Because what, what people think is hot when you're 15 is not what, I mean, you and I have discussed before that what you necessarily thought was hot in high school is, doesn't necessarily translate to what it is in your 30s or 40s. That's what I was pe- saying. I think I people... Ha- <laughs> seems like a, a fine guy. I think if you are like considered good-looking... At age 16, like, if you continue to live a healthy lifestyle, the chances are you'll probably continue to be, like, a nice-looking adult. That's all I'm asking. That's I'm just answer. curious if that's true or not. That's my answer. Okay. All right. It sounds like you want me to move on. <laughs> and that It doesn't matter. All right. Okay. Moving on. I have another uh, Matt's Madden. The um, – I looked at the wrong piece of paper, if you're wondering what took me so long to get here. It's fine. Okay. I was trying to figure out, so hypnotherapy, I have to pay the invoice in advance. I thought that was crazy. It's nothing you pay for in advance. We tried to come up with examples sort of off the cuff, and we couldn't come up with any, really. It's true. I couldn't. So I thought I thought more about it, and all I could come up with was an airline. Ooh. So you buy your plane or train ticket yeah. ahead of time. They show up, and they provide the service. Or a concert or a sports game. So events. Yeah, so but, that's a good one. But like. But, but you can buy a ticket fair, there. Right, even at the airport, you could walk up and yeah. buy your ticket. Is it going to be awkward if I bring up the fact that she made <laughs> me pay her a week in advance to show up for the hypnotherapy, which may or may not work, and that I was bothered by it? Okay. So, a, I feel like it's a bad start. Yeah, so I think that she is trying to What's her to refund like, policy? Did we look into that? I think she's trying to like reserve the spot. Sure. I think that the act of trying to quit something is like you know, can be, uh, like, precarious. So can I, Can it, so so are you suggesting that she probably gets a lot of no-shows? Right, like, I think something about, like, making you pay ahead is, like, helping you to, like, conti- move forward with, like, the process and, tr- and trying to quitting. Like, you can't back out as easily. You've already, like, you've financially committed to it. So I appreciate that comment, and I, you might be right. Mm-hmm. I'd be curious if that's true or not. And that is a question that I can legitimately yeah. ask her. Yeah, and like she didn't require this three pack. Like she said, like we, we could that you could have one appointment, yeah, and then you could pay for for two or three follow up appointments. Yeah. She said that like she recommends for the smoking cessation, the three appointments are usually like or, are successful. Whatever, for whatever, her. yeah. And it was like a little less money to do the three appointment than to do the one, two, three. I, I, I could, I could buy that. Yeah, that's it. Did you just come up with that? I just came up with it. Just right now? I'm just trying to defend the fact that I pay this woman $375. So I'm making fun of Macaulay Culkin and you're, <laughs> right. you're solving life's problems. I'm impressed. Riddle me impressed. I'm out to dinner this past weekend with uh, with another couple that we adore. and But you didn't get to go where you wanted to go because it was restaurant week. Restaurant week in New Haven. But you wouldn't believe how many people were in this particular restaurant. 
I, I couldn't believe it. It was are packed, you, and we go early. Are I you going to tell me? We left our house at 5.30. Are you going to tell me where you went? Luce. Okay. I don't, no free ads. That's, that's why I was hesitant. Oh, no, but I was just I don't want cur- them blowing up because they heard us talking I, about it on the I podcast. I was curious because you didn't go in downtown New Haven where you had gone. Go I wanted to go downtown. <clears throat> Regardless. We have, a, we have a meal. It was great. Everybody had a good time. And the check, no kids. Did no kids. Eat? Lovely. And the check comes. Okay. Now, we are of the same more or less socioeconomic background. Okay. Them, them and we. Okay. Sure. We're going to split the check evenly. I'll tell you my, my, my hesitation about splitting checks to begin with is I'm an over-orderer. Admittedly, I'm an over-orderer. I like the appetizers. I'm getting soda. I'm not asking if the refill on the soda is free and I'm waving the guy over, fill her up. Okay. Uh, most people don't do that. Most people that I have spent time with or been out to dinner with aren't ordering to the extent that I am. Whether I eat more or I just like to have more on the table, whatever the reason is, I feel like I order more than the average person. Right, like I've seen you say, like, Jenny, you'll like this appetizer, and then without any response, you'll order just it order. for her. Yeah, because like, it's just what I like to do. And especially, it's like an, going out to dinner is fun for me. I don't get to, yeah, yeah. You don't I don't do get to time. eat out as often as, like, even picking up lunch for me. It's like, it's, it's, it's just not something I do a lot. So I, I take advantage of it fully, and one of the things that I do is I order a lot of food. Okay. The check comes. Now, I know that I've ordered at least one more item potentially two or three more than the couple that I'm with probably would have ordered had they done the ordering themselves or we had not been there. Mm-hmm. Okay. But we're going to split the bill. I'm not. So my original hesitation is that doesn't seem fair to me that they're now paying. Let's pick a number, a, a half of 60 extra bucks, uh-huh. but we're not going to argue over that. They're good enough friends where it's not weird, blah, 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 blah. And I don't bring it up. And I, as much as I probably wanted to. So, it's probably somewhat offensive, I would think, for me to say to the other couple, hey, I don't want you to pay for my half of the two extra appetizers. I, I totally agree. Right? I think that in, in this like dynamic of peers and friends, like to be like nickel and diming and talking about who ordered what and like seems completely absurd to me. And to even think that they would give a shit right, like, over, over thirty dollars. Like order anything you want. I'm Correct. like happy you're enjoying yourself. If like I wanna I wanna be in on that. Correct. Bill. So and I did yeah. and I did so I didn't say that. Okay. And I and I think I don't know if that was because of my comfort with them or whatever the reason was. I I think I would have Matt Nolan it if I didn't know them as well. Or maybe tried to take the right. bill myself. Which is like so funny because it would be like newish friends that like don't really know you that well and then you would have created it would this, be like, worse. extra awkward situation. It would be worse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm really good at that. Yeah. Really good at it. And I mean, when people are like, yeah, adding up, it, I don't know. It's okay, just like so that brings me to, yeah. okay. So that, so we agree that it's a good thing I didn't say anything about like, let's let's make sure that I'm that you guys aren't have to pay for stuff that I ordered. Yeah. Okay, I didn't do that, which is fine. I am an over tipper. So I'm a solid minimum 30%. Okay. So there's 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 a little bit that goes into that. Above and beyond me working in the server industry, our fare, the bill for our fare is always less than somebody else's dinner because we don't order alcohol. Sure. And waiters make a lot of money on Absolutely. alcohol. Absolutely, right. That's their markup and so it's definitely impacting their overall like tip. So that when they come to the table mm-hmm. and there's two of us if it's just me and my wife or four of us with another couple, whatever the situation is and it goes water, water, yeah. water, cola. You, I mean, we can see the disappointment in the server's face because uh-huh. it's like, oh man, I'm gonna get wrecked on this. T- I'm gonna spend all this time, and uh, right, the, the yeah, percentage is much is. lower. Yeah, yeah. So I, I take that into account. So I, I over tip already, and then if I'm out to dinner, I'm gonna tip more because I, I appreciate that they 
are missing out on some money that they probably are entitled to. Like they need to make a living. And to be truthful, $20 to a server on some nights can be like 10 or 20% of their whole take home. Yeah. And so what may seem, I don't want to say trivial because no money is trivial, but not a lot of money to us. What does it right. matter if I go up up five or 10 bucks? Like it matters right. to me. You're and having it, an impact on them. And, and I've like not having a negative impact on you. Okay. So the bill comes. Now and we give our two cards. Waiter goes, comes back, split out. Here's your pen. Sorry, this made it worse. There was only one pen. So it's like taking your turns with the signing. Correct. Okay. So so we each had our moment to fill in the blank. So I knew. I shouldn't say I knew. I assumed that I wanted to tip more than they did. It doesn't make me a better person. It doesn't mean I have more money. It's none of those things. But I could see it feeling like a little bit like you're trying to one up this guy that's signing next. If to he you. saw it. Yeah. All right. So now I'm in and this so I've said before that our, our South Carolina friends are more like family to us. I would I would contest that this couple that we were with are also like family. The the wife is my oldest daughter's godmother right. and the f- husband is my youngest daughter's godfather. Right. So we love them for start to finish. You're in and out of each other's homes. You watch each other's kids. Totally. All that. Yeah. And I and and I can ha- outside of being in the moment, we probably could have this situation and work it all out where I, they probably understand my neurosis to a certain extent, and maybe they might say that's crazy and disagree with it. But at least I could put it out there. But none of that had happened prior to this moment, and it certainly wasn't going to happen in the moment. All right. So let me tell you what happened. So I get the check. <laughs> it gets get put in front of me. I hand him his portion in his card, and now I'm in the moment. Do I lead and fill out first, where I now want to add? I, I was I was thinking closer to forty percent, which is kind of absurd. Man. It's absurd, but but okay, fine. Call it what you will, but right. but that's what I was going to do. Okay. Something something in that window. Okay. I could have filled it out first and handed him his and then shamed him for lack of a better word. I don't think he would ever feel shame, nor should he ever have to. Totally, but like made him like be like doubting his tip in a way that he would have never been doing if because 20 percent is totally reasonable absolutely and, and expected right but for my for whatever reason that i wanted to, to tip what i wanted to tip it could have made him feel a certain way which he he under no circumstances should feel any particular way okay he should be able to do whatever fuck he wants and i want him to do whatever fuck he wants my tip reflects on them zero in my mind uh-huh but being objectively, being objective, you can see what you even started to say. It becomes off kind of dickish or showboaty. Yeah. So I'm in quite the predicament. Okay. I'm in the predicament that people, other people probably would never think twice about. Yeah. Okay. So I handed him the pen first. Sure. I let I let him take the lead. Okay. And he tipped twenty percent. Yeah. Which is perfectly normal right. and what he probably what people should tip. Yeah. I didn't know what to do. I think can you just be like discreet about your tipping? Like, I tried to. No one's like look. No one's like staring at you. Like I tried to. It would be like rude, I think, to watch someone signing a check. I agree. But you felt like people were watching you. I watched him. <laughs> so maybe he watched me after. <laughs> Why did you watch him? Because I didn't know what else to do. You, should, you <laughs> shouldn't have watched him. Yeah, I made it fucking weird. I did it again. So now this fucking, <laughs> it was uncomfortable and I didn't know what to write. I did the math wrong and I'm pretty sure I didn't sign the ticket. <laughs> I, just, I just wrote down what I thought was appropriate in the moment. 
Yeah. And then I couldn't look anybody in the eyes for the rest of the night. It's funny you said you do the math wrong because I do feel like, okay, so you shouldn't be watching someone like sign their check because it feels like this personal decision about their finances. Agreed. That you and then Agreed. also like for some Strike people, number one. the act of like doing that tip, like it's not their like most confident thing. So they have to like take a minute and you don't want to make someone feel like they're kind of like dumb or not doing it fast. Enough. Ironically, the two women in our group are both math teachers. Right. Yeah. I think next time just slide it over to the ladies. Let them deal with it. Jenny Jenny would have tipped 20%. <laughs> and it would have been fine. It would have been fine. <laughs> but that's not what I wanted to tip. I know. I I fucked up. And I wanted to follow up with it, but you can't follow up. Like, on, so hey. That, so that was it and then you just left? Like like no, it was it wasn't discussed. No, you're not going to discuss something. What do you say? I I was just curious if he, if anyone said anything. No, but I think maybe in the future I probably could. So I don't even know if you but noticed. Jenny, so I don't know if when I, you were in the car, did Jenny say like, "Hey, Matt, you were being weird"? Nobody said anything. Okay. So I don't. I I felt like he saw what I wrote because I think my, the way I wrote it made it weird, or like the way I kind of tried to like hide, like move my shoulder a little bit. But he didn't say anything, and and I didn't say anything. Jenny didn't say anything. So it's possible that they also didn't notice. But of course, I've been living in this moment since that night. And if I saw someone trying to be like a little bit hiding with their check. I would think that they were doing the opposite. And Under like being right and being like oh, a God. sneaky, cheap person. That's what I need. More paranoia. <laughs> That's what I need. Thank you for that. You ready for my pro tip? I am. This came up yesterday. I was showing a, a couple of, I showed a young family, a couple of houses, and then a couple of apartments as alternative because, as you know, the real estate market is insane. And they said, oh, we really like this except for the floors. We wish they were stained darker. In a rental apartment? They brought up this comment in a rental unit. Uh -huh. yep, new construction. And I said, you know what? I don't think a lot of people... I think people know that dark shows dirt more than light. But what I pointed out, and my pro tip is, it's really for landlords, lighter is always better. And it's not just because of the, how it shows dirt and how a walkthrough goes, but in perpetuity, the longevity of the floor will last longer the lighter you keep it. You can sand it more. You can refinish it more often. It's going to preserve your hardwood a lot more than going darker. I had no idea. Yeah. Not to mention furniture scratches and all that good stuff. Yeah. Good to know. I have two more quick notes and then we'll, we'll wrap it. Sounds good. Okay. This one you may or may not like. I don't know how to broach it, so I'm just going to tell you what I saw. And then you can, I'll give you the opportunity to say, move on. All right. And then I'll, I'll add my follow-up question. Are you ready? You seemed incredibly apprehensive. It's just funny that you said, I'll give you the opportunity for me to move on, and then you, but it's going to be a follow up. Well, because the follow up is related to what I'm going to say. Okay. Asked. Yeah, we'll find out. This is a big crescendo. This could be a big letdown. Okay, ready? There's a woman swimmer that changed. What's the right word for that? Transitioned. Transitioned. Thank you. From male to female. Right. Okay. And then won the national championship. Right. Do I have those facts? Yep. And okay. She, she went to a very prestigious university. Yeah, like UPenn or something. Something like that. Okay. I have those facts correct? Is that right? Yeah, except I can't remember where she went to school. I think it's UPenn. Okay. It, 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 it doesn't matter. That's great. You and I have discussed the equality of men and women. We're on the same page. We're yeah. equals. Are women better at some things than men and are men better at some things than women so in this situation if you get your like strongest the, the 
the best male college swimmer like that we have recorded versus like the best female college swimmer that we have recorded the like the man is the man is faster okay and so I see how this like topic feels um, like confusing or difficult to people because she is somehow like having a biological advantage because she was born male. Correct. So I, there's like a transition period where this person's been taking hormones. So it's supposed to be like taking down their testosterone, sure. which is like impacting their swimming sure. ability. Um, this is in no way, shape, or form, I should probably say, a criticism on what happened. Sure. This is more educational for me. And it's, I, like, understand how it's difficult. I think that this, I think that this girl has, like, chosen who she wants to be, and I think that she loves to swim, and she's good at it. And she should be able to. And so she should be able to. Agreed. But I also understand that the the girls that were, were born female who she's competing against, yep. who she's beating, yeah. are feeling frustrated yeah. or disappointed. Sure. And... I I think that it needs to be viewed like on a case by case basis. So, I I think that I think that if you got like a little kid and it's like a and it's a non-professional situation and they're wanting to play on the boys team or the girls team, yep. I think you know we should all be really open to that. I so I I appreciate what you're saying. Yeah. And it, I understand it's precarious and ambiguous and it's probably it'll evolve over time. I think it's very current right it's it, we're, we're dealing we're trying to figure it out now we right this is the first time that we're, or whatever that this has happened in the circumstance okay so I, I wonder is is there an is there an end game of a transgender sect no i think that she because because transgender actually isn't a thing you can't be transgender in their world you're either male or female Right, I think she she's identifying as a woman. And right, so, so what? So what then is transgender? She doesn't. She's. I mean, a tra- transgender is someone who has transitioned. But from, do they do they want to be referred as transgenders, or do they just want to be a man? No, they, she just wants to be a woman. That's correct. They just right, and I think so. Maybe transgender needs to be omitted from the vocabulary at all. I mean, I think it's like a it's a term to explain that like they've they've changed from where they began. I think it's their decision whether they want to like share that with yeah. someone. But I think yeah. according to their loved ones, it's like sharing a medical history or something. You know, it's like this is was an experience that they had that they're telling you. But you don't see because no, once, I don't once think they become like a transi- once a once they finish their, their right. Okay. Right. I was just curious. No, okay. Well I what think, about has the opposite happened? Oh, how like sure. So as a woman or or as a person that's been born female. Female. Yeah transitioned into a male uh-huh. and participated in male sporting events. I, I'm sure that they have. Have they done yes. it prolifically? Right. I guess so I'm sure absolutely. And I think I think it's I think you're seeing it less likely come into like professional or breaking records or things where people are starting to turn their eyes because that person Because of the, the, the natural right, discrepancy between men and women. Things. Okay. Yeah. Right. So thank you for saying that. So then the que- I ask the question again. And I guess the answer is yes. Are there some things that men are better at than women and women better than men? Yeah. I think if you were to look at like the the fastest male runner yeah. and the fastest female runner. So specifically athletically we're talking. I mean, yeah. I think that there's tons of girls that are faster than boys. And there's Definitely. tons of boys that you are faster than girls. You should see me run. Girls. It's pathetic. But if, if you're looking for like the, the strongest that we've recorded. Yep. Yeah. I think that a lot of times. Right. That, yeah, so what I think you're everyone saying can is, say that that like the the man that wins the 
New York Marathon is faster than the woman that wins the New York Marathon. Right. And what about simpler things? What about like <laughs> what about like um like math? Sure. No, I think intelligence is not gendered. I don't I don't think so either, but yeah. I wonder if it is. Fact check. How do you Google something like that? I would be terrified to Google that. Miranda is shaking her head and saying, fuck you, Matt. We're not doing that. I'm not trying to go down that path. I was, I saw it. I said, oh, that's curious. I said, that's great. And then I sort of, I felt badly for the for the women. Yeah, right. You can see both that, sides. Yeah, you can see both sides. I right. can see, I, it's a really sticky topic. So that I, I wanted to broach it to find out if there was a way that we could discuss it without being yeah. either offensive or ignorant or right. me p- pissing you off. And I couldn't get there. So no, clearly, I, it's, I clearly think, it's still a lot, of work, Nathaniel, a lot of work needs to be done. Nathaniel and I have had this, had this conversation in our kitchen about this exact same thing. And, yeah. I, and I said to him, like, I just... Like, I, I understand both sides from this one, and it makes me nervous that they're creating policies around it. Like, my heart goes out to this girl. Sure. But I also, like, understand why why people are, like, feeling the way they are and that she's getting feedback. Yeah. And so, yeah, I just think it's, like, needs to be an open conversation. And, yeah. Yeah, you sympathize with both sides. Right. And I think, you know, I nailed it. I think we're going to see more as we get older and our kids get older. You know, we're just going to have circumstances because it's more socially acceptable and you have more access to like to like medical services that there's going to be a lot more transitioned people out there. Yeah. And so it'll become a little just more normal. Yeah, it should be normal. Yeah, I agree. Good on them. Uh, that's about as political as I think we're going to get. Wow, yeah. And, and, and going out on that, on that note, we do have uh, – our master's preview. Oh, yeah. That tomorrow? We're going to have a master's edition podcast. So the real big question, which which we'll put out there as our cliffhanger, is will Tiger Woods be on the roster for Thursday? Oh, that's the wrong one. <laughs> will Tiger Woods be on the roster for Thursday? Nailed it. Okay. All right. And on that note, not sure any of this matters. To be continued on some of it and uh, fade to black.